0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: It would appear that Eric Bieniemy is closing in on a deal to be the new offensive coordinator of the Commander, something that just a few weeks ago seemed like it would have been a pipe dream for Washington as they were interviewing Ken Zampese and Pat Shermer. And we thought those two guys were the favorites. bien then all of a sudden came to the forefront as someone they wanted to interview, but at that time he was also going to be interviewing with the Ravens, who seemed like a more likely fit, a more obvious choice from his perspective, a guy that really shouldn't even be available as an offensive coordinator and only is because he can't get a head coaching job and he has to leave Kansas City to likely get to the destination of having been hired as a head coach. And now it looks like it's actually happening. If Washington hires the enemy today, tomorrow, here imminently, it looks like it could happen at any point, how will you view the hire? And rather than giving you a, a different scale, we're saying baseball parlance. Is it a single? I'm going extra base hit, double, triple style, or home run? You can call us now at 800-636-1067 to chime in on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. We'll get to those calls in just a moment, 800 800- Six three six one oh six seven. Lay of the land ahead today. Solo expedition without Danny until six thirty. Jordan Taamu, who is the starting quarterback of the DC Defenders, is going to be on the show at three o'clock in thirty minutes. Number one, the Defenders opened their season at Audi Field on Sunday night, which I'm excited about. But the other reason, and frankly, maybe the more important reason to have him on the show, he was with the Chiefs on their practice squad as a quarterback in 2021 and for a stint here earlier this season. I bring that up to tell you that he's been around Patrick Mahomes, that he's been in meeting rooms with Eric Bieniemy, that he knows the inner workings and how the sausage gets made offensively for Kansas City. Who can give us better insight on Bieniemy and the Chiefs than Jordan Ta'amu, the quarterback of the XFL's D.C. Defenders? And for that reason, he will be on the show at 3 o'clock. You will want to listen to that, I promise you. We'll also talk to Joe Beninati today at 5 about the Caps Stadium Series outdoor game that many of you are going to be road tripping down to Raleigh to check out. They are playing the Hurricanes under the lights outdoors tomorrow night, which should be great television, great theater. So Joe Beninati with us at 5 this evening. And speaking of the Defenders, I've got a four-pack of tickets for you. We're going to be giving away three four-packs today at 3.15, 4 o'clock, and 5 o'clock, so make sure you're listening, and if you want those tickets, have your dialing fingers ready at those times on GND when you are prompted, but let's get to the phones, 800-636-1067, I think the hiring of Bienemy, I'm going to say goes down as an extra base hit, I'm going to stop short of a homer, which was my first thought, say that this thing cleared the fence and was 15 rows deep, because I just don't think, at any point that I expect that they could have landed enemy. Yeah, I really do believe they've outkicked their coverage in that capacity. But I'm going to stop short of saying it's a home run hire because I do wonder if he gets to, to run the show uh, without any kind of pushback. I won't really know that until deeper into the season. Is he going to be dictated to? Are they going to expect him to run this offense through their image, so to speak. And I also need to hear more about which assistants he's bringing with him as opposed to which assistants are staying. There's some other details I need ironed out before I can say this is a home run hire, but I certainly understand why someone would think that, and I'm going to say it's an extra base hit. But it's very, very exciting for a Commanders fan who's watched this offense struggle for years to see anyone from Kansas City come here. You know, Normally you'd be grabbing the quarterback's coach or the receiver's coach who's just in the room around the people that are making the decisions. The fact that you're actually getting the coordinator is pretty amazing. But let's go to uh, B, who's in Haymarket to get started on line two on G&D. How are you, B?
0: Hey, I'm good. Hey, I really want to be excited about this, and I actually called thinking it was a double, but the more I think about it, I'm going to say it's a single that can turn into a stolen base or something like that. It makes me a little nervous every time we do business with Andy Reid or anybody that's touched Andy Reid. It doesn't usually go very well around here. And the other thing that makes me nervous is who is okaying these salaries? That makes me nervous. If it's Dan Snyder that's okaying these salaries, maybe that means he wants to stick around. I'll, do any, I'll take Fred Flintstone if it means that we can get rid of Dan Snyder.
1: So that's a whole different conversation, and you might be on to something there, my guy. Thank you for the call. I'll start with the Andy Reid point. A little bit of trepidation, right, because Andy Reid's the guy that traded you Donovan McNabb. The only thing I would say is this is not something that is going to result in Andy Reid suffering if It works for Washington, okay? When he's the coach of the Eagles in your division, and he trades you a quarterback, in and of itself, buyer beware. Like, I'm out. I'm probably never taking a quarterback who's going to start for me from another team in the division because if they're willing to give him up and play him twice a year, that tells me everything I need to know. And I think that's what you're referring to when you talk about being burned by Big Red. He trades McNabb to Washington they give up the pick that you know the picks that they gave up they won the trade obviously in this case he's trying to help his guy man he wants the enemy to get a head job so he's working the phones i, I told you guys i was told last year that reed was in the enemy's ear going into the offseason saying hey man i really think the only way for you to get a head job is to leave and the only way for you to get where you want to go is to not coach under my watch so to speak Now, the enemy wasn't ready to leave, didn't want to for whatever reason, and so he stayed, he won a Super Bowl ring, got some hardware. But in this case, he's going to the other conference. He's going to a division you play, what, once every four years? I mean, it's completely harmless for the Chiefs and for Andy Reid. And he is selflessly, in my opinion, he knows this machine will keep going. He lost Peterson, he lost Nagy, Tyreek Hill. Nothing matters as long as he and Mahomes are together. They're going to keep chopping wood, with or without Eric Biennemi. But he's trying to help his guy. The Snyder part of this is really interesting. And I'm actually going to jot this down to come back to here. Because there was a report from Darren Haynes of Channel 9 today that Darren's, uh, that said Dan Snyder flew in Jason Wright to help with the courtship of Eric Biennemi. And if that's the case... And it was not Ron's idea. I guess they're both from similar areas in California and have some similar background. Um, Obviously, they were both running backs in the NFL, what have you. I would imagine Ron's calling the shots on who's in and who's not in on these meetings. But if Dan Snyder is involved enough that he says, hey, I really want Jason Wright to be there. Let's fly Jason in from California to D.C. to be there with Eric. That kind of involvement right now is somewhat surprising to me if the sale is going along at the pace that we're all expecting. Like, my general overhead philosophy on Snyder right now isn't to say that he's completely checked out, but I do think he's on his way out, and I think he cares less, based on my theorizing, this is just my own guessing, speculating, than he's ever cared before. I reference a lot that he doesn't go to the games at the end of the year, that he hasn't been around as much, that he's spending a lot of time in London. So if he's working the phones and trying to land the enemy and he's all giddy about going and getting the Chiefs offensive coordinator, I'm not telling you that that's a, a deal-breaker for a sale, but it certainly would give me a little bit of an uneasy feeling to know that you know he's plugged in and, and invested in caring about who the coordinator is going to be this coming year, when a lot of us are hoping he's not going to be at the stadium to own the team anymore, to, to know who the coordinator is at that point. Let's go to Nathan in Centerville on line three on Grant and Danny. What's up, Nathan?
0: What's up, GP? Uh, I'm going to echo you and say a triple just short of a homer because he hasn't called plays. He's interviewed with half the teams and hasn't gotten a job. So there's something there. We don't know. Maybe it's just bad luck, but maybe there is something and it kind of rears its head this way. But to, to speak to what you were just talking about from that last call or two with Dan Snyder, maybe Dan is still calling. I think that – the new owner is going to come in, and unless Ron gets this team to like a title game or to the Super Bowl or whatever, I think the expectations are going to be ridiculously high for him to keep his job. So maybe Dan sees it as, sees it as hey, we we land the enemy. I have, if he does what everyone thinks he's going to do and makes this offense above average good to great and this team kind of turns around, I have the hottest coaching candidate in building. They, they can kind of, depending on what his contract is, they can block him from going and interviewing other places. Maybe he could sell that to the new owner and be like, look, You've got a team, if this works out, you've got this hotshot coordinator that's about to be a head coach, he's got familiarity with these guys and kind of can take that, those next steps with the team.
1: Thanks, Nathan. That's interesting. I mean, I have a hard time believing a new owner comes in here, blows out Rivera, and then is real interested in one of his coordinators. I just think when you take something over from someone else, you want as many of their guys that they hired out as possible, and you want to hire as many as your folks as soon as possible as you can. Uh, I I guess that's, you know, as as possible as anything, but I would bet against it. I do think that if you're Dan and you just don't know yet when and if the sale goes final, I mean, in, in the meantime, you have to keep doing some business, right? Like the flip side is the learners with the Nationals, where they were trying to sell and they essentially took their ball and went home, it seems like. From the standpoint of player acquisition and quality of the ball club and spending money. And now they're not selling anymore for the moment. And look what's happened. I mean, It's kind of like you don't fix anything in the house because you think you're moving out. And then a year later you look and everything's kind of falling apart. So there's got to be a middle ground if you're Snyder where you say, I don't want this asset to depreciate. I need to make sure that I continue to have a functioning organization. And and maybe you can do that without it, meaning that you're still all in, so to speak. I think there could be something to that. Uh, Your point on on Ron Rivera is a great conversation we need to have at some point, which is if they do sell this offseason and the commanders are under new ownership going into September, what does Rivera have to do to keep his job? Remember, the prospective owners, both of them, that have toured the facility presumably, because Sean Payton in audio said that he was um, contacted by multiple prospective buyers. So Josh Harris is one of them, and then the mystery person is the other. Those people already reached out to Sean Payton to gauge his interest. Now, he's the coach of the Broncos, so he's no longer relevant, but that means they're reaching out to other people. They're starting to put their ducks in a row, right? Bad news for Ron Rivera. If Rivera gets to the playoffs and wins a game, I think it's hard to fire him. If he gets to the playoffs and wins a couple games, you're in an NFC Championship game for the first time since your boy was in a diaper. He's not going anywhere. But what's that line of demarcation where he protects himself and his staff from being ousted by the new owner just based on what they accomplish in year one of of that new ownership? That's something we could talk about. Whether it's, probably not today, but in the weeks ahead uh, as we wait to find out what's going to happen with the potential sale here. No, Danny, he's sick. I'm solo today. Grant Paulson with you. The number is 800-636-1067. It sounds like everything is moving toward a marriage between Bienemy and the commanders where they're both going to try to benefit from one another here. If they hire the Chiefs OC over the last five years, how will you view the hire? Single double, home run, pick between those three options. I do want to talk about how much better the Chiefs have run the ball than you think under enemy. We can get into that next. Grant and Danny on the fan.
0: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Oh, 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 right